Hello everyone, how are you all doing? My name is Barnabas Birunji and of course I am a BF2. I don't actually recall the season, maybe three or four or something. But I'm from I'm a BF2 and I'll be glad to be sharing with you guys. As you know, our theme has been beyond expectation, but my goal today, my role is to share about uh, beyond fellowship to friendship. So we're talking about how we are able to go beyond our uh, our expectations, beyond our normal expectations. And today we'll just be diving, diving. We'll be diving into just moving beyond uh, the normal fellowship that we have into actually friendship, into small communities. And I would just like to start with a question. Um, is there anyone in your life who you say your heart is chained to or your heart is knitted with is there anyone in your life whom you say your soul is bonded to? Is there that one person that you actually say, for this guy, we are so tight that my heart is bonded to? I just want you to just get a pen and a notebook and just write one name, two names, um, or three names. And I just also want to remind you that, ask you another question that is, who has access to your personal life? Is there that one person that has access your personal life and who are you in community with and so as we talk I just hope that these questions will make sense and make sure you write down your friends and write them down so we'll be diving deep into friendship and just talking about what it is from the Bible perspective and what and we are going to divide it into two parts the first part is is uh, we'll be talking about why it's even important why is friendship important and the second part will be I'll just be giving you four marks uh, of friendship um, so, do you have do you have someone you are comfortable with, uh, and someone whom you know that, you know you 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 have nothing to prove to you have nothing to prove when you're with them you are yourself. Do you have that kind of person? And so as we talk, we're just going to be talking about these different things and 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 questions and diving deep and just being able to uh, let you know about friendship. And so why is friendship even important? We see that intimacy is the will of God. And when God created us at the very beginning, God created us for relationship, and everyone has that longing to be loved and intimate and thought of. Everyone has that longing, and, and everyone wants to be loved. And God created us like that. You know we are created in his image. In fact, uh, God exists in friendship. He exists in community. That's with the Father. That's the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and does all that he does in it. We see in Genesis 1.26, God saying, let us. Like God, God, God is God. He would have easily just said, let me make, let me do this, let me. But he says, let us. Because he wanted to show us that he's actually in community. He works in friendship. He works in, he has a connection with, with, with the Holy Spirit and with Jesus. And they work together. He wanted to show us that that is important. We also see that when God created Adam. Now Adam was, Adam had a good relationship with God. He had all these gifts you know, he named all the animals. He had a calling on his life, but he was still incomplete. And when you think about it, what made Adam incomplete after having all these things? 
The, the answer is in Genesis 2.18 where that says that it's, God said, it's not good for man to be alone. I'll make him a companion. Like God also saw that man was incomplete just being alone. So he had to make him a companion so that they are two and they can work better together. We also see, so we know that friendship is very, very important. Moving in twos, moving in threes is very, very important because we see that God is very passionate about that. And we also see in First Samuel 18, 1 to 7, that just talks about Jonathan and David. And the Bible says that their hearts were knitted together. They were, their souls were bonded together. And it's very interesting that David needed Jonathan to be able to achieve his calling. You know, there are places that you won't go to unless you have, you know, uh, established specific friendships. As you know, Saul wanted to kill uh, David and Saul, and Jonathan was David's son. He was always trying to kill him or saying, um, and, and Jonathan was the guy who used to always, we, call, we used to call it 5-0, do 5-0 for, for David. But also we know that Jonathan gave him his power, his, and we also know that Jonathan was supposed to take over Saul. He was the right full hair for, for Saul. But then he gave all that up because of the friendship that he actually had with David. And so we believe that, that there are some places that you cannot go to unless if you have established specific friendships in your life. And as we see that David needed Jonathan. And you know it's interesting that you can see that David was a musician. He was gifted. He was all these things. But he needed just one friendship to actually complete his purpose. And we cannot complete the, 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 the cycle of purpose if we have not established specific, friend, specific friendships. But we also know, see that in John 5.19, Jesus says that he, he only does what he sees his father doing. So he, he's learning and he's replicating what he sees the father doing. That means he's working in communities, working in friendship, he's working... Uh, with, 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 with the Father, he's working with the Holy Spirit because whatever he was doing, he was learning from someone. And that's, you know, one thing that we have to do. That of course, when we have friends, friendship is important because we're able to learn and be able to replicate. And so we see Jesus, John, we see Jesus in John 5, 19 saying that he only does what he sees the Father doing. And, and we also see Jesus having an inner circle of Peter, James, and John. Now, Peter, James, and John, Jesus had the 12, right? He had the 72. But he still needed to get the three so that he could have an intimate relationship with them. Now, of course, this is the Son of God. We would have thought that the Son of God, you know, the guy walked on water. He did all these things. Would have thought that he wouldn't need anyone to actually walk with. But he had an inner circle of Peter uh, James and John, guys that he used to walk with, guys that he used to talk to, guys that knew what he was struggling with, guys that knew everything that he was going through. And so we know that, you know, the son of God himself, if he needed intimate relationships, so we also need to have this intimate relationship. We need to go beyond fellowship and have these intimate relationships because they propel us to places that we could not, that we cannot even think of reaching. And we also know that Paul had Barnabas. Some of you, Paul is, is the guy that stands out for you uh, in the Bible. Paul did all, you know, I think he was second to Jesus in, in terms of ministry um, in, in, in the Bible. But we also see that Paul had partners. He had Barnabas. He had Silas. He had all these guys that he was, you know, connecting with. So beyond the big group meeting, he had these, these other guys that, 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 that he was connecting with that were pushing him farther than he, than he was 
He would have gone without them. But we, we, we also know that in Ecclesiastes 4, uh, 9 to 12, it says that two are better than one. <clears throat> two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. You know, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. Um, and verse 10, for if they fail, one will lift up his fellow. And that's just why we are pushing us, we're pushing us to go beyond fellowship and have intimate friendships because two are better than one. And if one falls, the other is able to pick him up. But, but woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up again. If two light, uh, okay, if, if, if one falls and, and he's alone, he has no one to lift him up. So we encourage us, we encourage everyone that is part of BF2 to, you know, push for these relationships. But we also know, we, we see in verse 11 that if two lie together, they keep warm, they keep each other warm. But how can one keep himself, him, one, how can one keep warm alone? You can't keep warm alone. And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, Two will withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. That's the power on, of having close friendships um, that are full of purpose. And you know that if you are alone, you know nobody knows even what you're praying for. If you are always alone, no one knows what you're praying for. And and even friends, you know, friends. If we have our friends, they are able to see what we do not see. First of all, if you are alone. We don't know what you are praying for. We don't know what you're going through. What can we actually pray for you? But when you're in a community, you are able to, you know, tell people, share with people what you're going through, and they can, they can help you out. But also, if, you know, friends are able to see what you do not see, your flaws, sometimes you can't see them, but a friend is able to see what you, what you are uh, not able to see, and friends are able to help us. Um, and then... We know, we see that healing, there is healing in community. We, we know in James 5, 16, that confess your sins to one another if you want to get healing. Like, we can confess our sins to God, but the Bible says that, you know, for healing, you have to confess to one another. And so we need this community. Uh, we need these friendships. We need to move beyond fellowship and have these close friendships that we can receive our healing and be open uh, to one another. And, 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 and secondly, I just want share with us, you know, more practical ways, uh, the four marks of friendship. And the first mark of friendship is constancy. And constancy is just being faithful, dependable, and available. Um, and, you know, just being there, always there for the person. You're consistently there. That's the meaning of constancy. And that's one of the marks of friendship. So as we talk, I just want you to look through your friendships and look how you have been a friend to others. Have you been you know, I, do you have this constancy with a friend? We'll go to Proverbs 17, 17 that says that a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. The Bible says that a friend loves at all times. That's in the good and in the bad. So when we talk about constancy, that's being there at all times in the good and in the bad. And a brother is born for a time of adversity. Now, it's, it's, this is the interesting part about this, this verse. Uh, about a comparison between a friend and a brother. Now, a brother, a, a friend is loves you at all times. Now, a friend has chosen you, but a brother will love you. Uh, a brother is born for a time of adversity. He will be with you in the good. He will be with you in the bad. But here's the difference: a brother did not choose you. Like it was, you are born like that. You are born brothers. He didn't choose you. But what makes a friend better is that he actually has chosen you. It's something that he has chosen. So we have to pay. 
attention to that. And, and you know, being able to sacrifice for people and be there and be faithful and be dependable. Um, can you, and this is the question that I just want to pose to you guys who are out there. Can you set yourself on fire to keep others warm? Can you set yourself on fire to keep others warm? That's high level sacrifice. That's what Jesus did for us on the cross, dying for our sins. Because it's interesting that if you cannot lay down your life for another, you know, that's, that, 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 that kind of friendship is beyond. And so as we talk about beyond fellowship to friendship, I just want to pose to you a question that can you set yourself on fire to keep others warm? Now that is a high level of sacrifice. The second point is, is carefulness. And this is, this is emotional sensitivity and tenderness uh, that we need. So every, every friendship, there's supposed to be some sort of carefulness. There's supposed to be some sort of tenderness and emotional sensitivity. Now, like we read in Proverbs 25, 20, that like one who takes away a garment on a cold day or like vinegar poured on a wound is one who sings songs to a heavy heart. Now, we all have friends. We all have people that we're close to. But if you are that kind of person that can sing a song to a heavy heart, what kind of person is equivalent to one who takes away a garment from someone on a cold day, one who pours, who is like vinegar poured on a wound, that kind of pain. Now, if you are close to a person, you can't sing songs to a heavy heart if someone is your friend. You cannot. Uh, you cannot be happy when your friend is sad. You know, because being happy when your friend is sad, that is singing a song to a heavy heart. That is pouring vinegar to a wound. So I just want to encourage us and, and tell us that, that, that if we have if our friendships have been really down, be really low, we need to work on this. We need to think about whatever we are talking with our friends. We need to be sensitive about what we say to our friends. We need to be very emotionally sensitive and tender with them. Tender as tender as as the lamb. And, and the second last is being candid, and that is being truthful. We see in Proverbs 27, 5, that better is open rebuke than hidden love, and telling the truth even when it is so hard. So we are encouraged by this proverb that we, it's better to openly rebuke someone than to have hidden love for them. And we are encouraging you guys that in these friendships that we are pursuing, in these small groups that we are pursuing, it's better to, you know, have open rebuke than have hidden love for someone. And sometimes we don't tell people the truth because we, you know, it's hard to. But we open we 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 are encouraging us that we have to uh tell the truth to people that we love and make them better. And and lastly second lastly we have Counsel is the other um, mark of, you know, great friendships. Counsel, you all, uh, you, you, in, we see in Proverbs 27 verse 9 that perfume and incense bring joy to the heart and the pleasantness of a friend springs from their heartfelt advice. The pleasantness of a friend springs from their heartfelt advice. They are good counsel. And so good counsel is a very, very major mark in having good relationships. So we've seen... Good counsel, we've seen candid uh, truthfulness, we've seen carefulness, that's tenderness, and we've seen um, constancy, being there and being dependable and being faithful. And if we can work on these four marks, we will be better friends. And as I conclude, we know that in John 15:5, Jesus says, I, I no longer call you servants because 
A servant does not know his master, master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. It's important that Jesus actually called us his friends. We're no longer called servants. We're no longer called outcasts or Gentiles. He has called us his friends. And it's interesting that down there he says that, that everything that I've learned from my father, I have made known to you. And for a friend, you know, if you have a friend, one of the key aspects of friendship is friendships is knowing. If you cannot tell me that you have this friend and you do not know anything about them, like you do not know them, you don't know what they are going through, you don't know. There is a special, uh, there is, well, knowing someone is very, very key in actually having good uh, relationships, having good friendships. So I, I challenge us that we, if we ought to know people, if we ought to have good friendships, we have to uh, try as much as we can to know them. Even the Bible says that many, many will come to me on that day and say, you know, we cast out demons, we did all these things. But Jesus will say, I, I never knew you. How do you know someone? You get to know someone by spending time with them. And so Jesus here is calling us, calling these, these, these disciples in John 15, his friends, because he knew them and they knew him and he had spent spent time with them. So let us pursue friendships and go beyond fellowship, beyond the three-hour meetings, and <clears throat> because there are things that we won't tap into if we do not step into that area. There are things that God has placed out for us in terms of our growth, in terms of every aspect of our life. There are things that we will not tap into. There are things that we will not grab a hold of if we haven't built these close relationships. Our cycle of purpose will never be complete without close relationships. I've told you that David needed Jonathan, Adam needed Eve, Jesus needed Peter, James, and John, Paul needed Barnabas to complete their cycle of purpose, to complete their, and now they were so gifted, they had all these things, but they could not, there are places that they cannot go, they couldn't go because of you know, uh, be, be, there are places that they couldn't go, you know, without actually those friendships that marked their lives. And so I want to call us to pursue friendships, to pursue close, intimate relationships with people that know us, uh, people that love us, people that are like-minded, that, that will speak truth with. And then we will get to areas that God has called us to be. And I know our theme is beyond expectations. So for us to actually go beyond expectations, we have to go, we have to reach and have rich friendships that are full of purpose. And I just want to thank you. I know that you have listened uh, to us, uh, to me this, this whole time. I just want to encourage you. I just want to pray with you. And then we'll be out of here. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for these BF2s. I thank you for everyone that is watching. Lord, we pray that they'll be able to uh, grab a hold of these friendships. They'll be able to, 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 their friendships will be restored. Lord, that they will pursue great friendships that will lead them to another place, Lord Father. We pray for any friendships that are broken. We pray that, Lord, you reconcile them. You will heal them, Lord Father. And we will move to tap into places, Lord Father, that you have prepared for us, Lord Father, because we know that no eye has seen, no mind has conceived, no ear has had what you have in plan for, for us, Lord Father, that, 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 that love you. So we thank you, we glorify your name. In Jesus' name we've prayed and believed. Amen.